Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome back, everyone. This is episode eight of Mystical Motherhood's podcast. In this episode, Katarina's back and she's working on environmental factors in her life that she needs to change before she becomes pregnant. I sent her a list of questions before this episode that ranged around her work and where she's feeling stuck in her life and also where she feels controlled. And in this episode, we really went deep into the stress she feels at work and the fact that she knows she needs to change her job before she has a baby and how hard that is. And a lot of women go through that process. We also spoke about the fact that she's watching a lot of women around her become pregnant and she's not yet pregnant and the emotions she feels around that. So this is helpful for anyone in the fertility process. And working through these things before you become pregnant will significantly alter your pregnancy and the child within you. I hope you enjoy. I think that's, that was one of my breakdowns. Um, My, you know, Josh has been traveling the entire month. And um, so he's been gone like pretty much, you know, all of March. And before that he was traveling a lot. And I'm just like, I'm, sick of pretty much doing everything on my own like it's me with like the dogs the house the trash the bills like you know all the all the regular stuff and I'm just like I can't do it anymore I'm like I didn't like I'm done with this like I just I you know I'm just like I'm totally strapped to like being at work at 8 30 coming home at 6 6 30 walking them feeding them trying to do something for myself and by the time like I'm ready to like wind down it's like 9 9 30 you know Mm-hmm. Okay. So part of, part of all this is coming up is because like, if you're going to set up something for your family, it's not going to work that way. You're like, imagine what it would be like for the baby. Right. Exactly. So, and there's a frustration because it's like, you're growing on a, on a internal level at a pace that he's not. Right. right? Does that feel true? And so it's like the frustration of like, he's still doing his world, but you're changing in ways that he doesn't understand. And then you still have the house. I mean, that's what it looks like to me, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's just really frustrating right now. And you know what? Um, There's just been like triggers, like literally everywhere. And, you know, everywhere I turn or just like see with friends, whatever, it's like, maybe I wasn't paying attention to it before, but now it's like, you know, people are like, I'm pregnant or having a kid or they had a kid or, you know, just like constant. And I'm finding out more and more people are pregnant. I'm like, oh my God. With that, you're focusing on what you don't have than rather than what you do have. So this week I wanted you to like, look at your environment. Yeah. So one thing, which is just showing up in other ways, you know, so all the questions I sent you this week were all about control and they were all about the environment. Like how can you control the environment and what do you do? So what, what research is showing, but it's not really out there yet is that um, behavioral epigenetics is something where the environment affects our DNA, affects who we are as a person. So our friends, our family, our home, our work, and all these situations we put ourselves in, they really, really affect us on the inside. So obviously when you have a baby, it's going to affect that baby. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Did you see how the questions went along kind of with these things or no? I did. I did. And it, and it, made me clearly see my main environment is my job right now yeah 
I saw you being very stressed out at the job and I wanted you to focus on that. Like it's a thing yeah. that's going to have to change if I you want to do this. So basically, I don't like know what the step is, but I just like started applying to different, you know, just even just like not even crazy jobs, just like whatever, more creative. Um, obviously, Philly is home base for anthropology, urban. Um, so it's just it's just a lot of opportunities everywhere. It doesn't just have to be there. But honestly, I'm getting more of the itch to give myself like a, a month, not a even. break. I need to, I need to be done. I'm 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 literally becoming like I'm just starting to hate it at this point. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what all this is happening. I mean, I can see it, but maybe in the moment when you're going through the process. So like when you, when, you know, whatever, six months, a year ago, when you started to kind of go through that process of awakening, everything in your life gets shaken up. And, and so everything that's not meant for you is, is going to get ripped away. And the process of that, like, and all the people that you thought were, your best friends and your family, you're going to look at them different and almost space yourself and you're going to change your job. I don't know a person who's gone through it who hasn't had those things happen. So if anyone's listening and you're going through the process of beginning to awaken, especially if you're about to become a mother, it's because it's it's supposed to happen that way. All of these things that are not really meant for you know, you will be taken away and realign you to where you're supposed to be. So I need you to close your eyes, Katerina. And I want you to just take three deep breaths into your body. And then I want you to see, like, I want you to just go and look up at your third eye. So your eyes go up and in and then just touch your heart and your belly. So you're just kind of connected to your body. And I want you to see... Have you ever seen yourself pregnant? Yes. Okay, so what does that look like to you and do you believe it and what does it feel like? Yeah, it looks like um uh, definitely out in a, like in um in open, an open field or whatever. They have like a crown um of flowers mm-hmm. around my head and um like a white flowy dress with me just like cupping my stomach. And just very, um, it's either sunrise or like a dusk, like something. It's not like, you know, bright morning, um, kind of sunset. So what, what we want you to do is we want you to keep your eyes closed. And I want to just see what it's like for you to feel like it, the feeling and the visual of being pregnant in your life right now. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you get pregnant tomorrow. Okay. And you like, you're going through all these different issues. Like your husband's not home. You have the dogs and you know, your house isn't finished and your family's bugging you. All these different things are going on. Is that where you want to be pregnant you know what? You're probably going to say, yeah, I don't care. But do you see how if you got these things settled first, yeah, the difference it would make in your environment on the child? Yeah. Okay. So just see yourself pregnant. What would your life look like? You know, like in each area very quickly, like what would all those things look like and be settled before you had this, before you're pregnant? And then I want to go through what it looks like to actually be pregnant in your own environment. So Tell me what it would look like. What are the things that need to be done and settled before you have this child? Definitely my either just like career change or just basically getting out of this job and, you know, giving it time, um, having my husband home, honestly, to have the support that I need um, to, you know, kind of get back onto our connection and you know our team bases that we've had um as for the house there's not too too much that like needs to be done um honestly it's just more 
kind of like more cosmetic outside work. So it's, you know, there's one more project that we really want to do and that's about it. Okay. But do you see how these are all still your environment? Yeah. Right. And, and your, your work environment is really bothering you. (laughs) And so let me, um, do you have the list of questions in front of you? Let me see. Yeah. I'm going to pull them up. I can pull them up. You got them. Okay. Okay. Before we go through them, Mm -hmm. I I want to ask you, I want you to go back in. So in this new, in this place where you're pregnant, what would your job look like? That's a balance between, you know, being pregnant and actually, you know, how can you balance out your life more? Tell me where, where you can balance out your life more. And then I want you to go into the places you currently feel stuck. Um, balancing my life out more. Like what it would it look like if you change jobs? What kind of job would you have? Because every woman who's out there, they're going to feel the same thing as you. Like they're going to say, you know, like when I, I'm only using myself as an example because I don't use my other clients. I try not to, but I, I had a job as a nurse all night long. And I, you know, I'm in it and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, my body is so stressed up. I, I, I am up all night long taking care of all these patients. And I was like, I, my body's off, my clock's off. I knew it wasn't going to work with the family at that moment in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a lot of people don't mind. They, they're like, well, that's what they feel like they're stuck and they can't get out, you know? So I went on becoming a nurse practitioner, which gave me a lot more ability to move, but I did it right when I knew I was going to become a mother and I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, so what would it look like? If, what, what kind of job, what does it look like to you? It gives you flexibility and time, right? Yeah. And I think this is where I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not clear. Um, I definitely need to obviously get out of the sales environment. The environment that I'm in is like strictly, you know, commission sales. So high, 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 you know, it's not even my world that I really want to be in. The world I really want to be in is more, um, I don't know, even just like being a part-time or just helping out these local like um, shops around the city where they do just like classes, but they're more sustainable resources and products and stuff like that, you know, um, being able to be just more in flow and creative. I just, I don't know what that job is yet. You know, I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. So I want you to do this. I want you to imagine you just find out you're pregnant. Okay. So you're in your bathroom and I want you to actually feel the emotions of that. Yeah. And then I want you to see, like, what does your life, like, what would you do? Like, if you're still in this job and you're pregnant, what would, what would, what would, I want you to see two different timelines. I want you to see yourself pregnant and finding out, you know, that you're still in this job and like this, like either you're leaving this job while pregnant, or I want you to see what it's like to find out you're pregnant and just like already be in the place you want to be. And then I want you to describe your emotions in each of the, you know, like, so you already have the job you want and you've already worked through the issues with your husband. So you're very prepared for the fact that either he's not going to be home or he's going to be home, right? You're like, I know he's not going to be home. And we've talked about that. And that's what we have to do right now, but you're not going to be angry at him for two to four years. Right, right. So what do they Uh, both look like? So... The first situation, finding out I'm pregnant and I'm still in this job, um, gives me anxiety and stress because basically for me, it would be, um, I just feel like it's, it's just such an unsafe environment at this point. It's just not something I want to bring on to anybody, you know, else inside of me. I hardly, you know, I'm having a hard time dealing with it on my end. Right. So, Secondly, obviously, better situation. It's a lift, um, you know, a lift, a weight lifted off of me. 
and more peacefulness and calmness and more stability are the two different, you know, kind of feelings that all of a sudden came to me with that. Now I want you to pretend like you're holding your belly and let's say you're, you know, seven to nine months pregnant and like feel that you're in your house. And I want you to just go inside the belly of the fetus and imagine the child. So what we don't do when we're not conscious is we don't think about all the ways that we're affecting the child and that mothering starts in the womb and it's a cultural thing. So it, it would never occur to most people to set their life up before the baby comes. It, most of the time they get pregnant and then they're setting it up while the baby comes. And what we're not realizing on the planet right now is that the time in the womb is actually created. It supposedly, according to the yogis and ancient texts, and I believe I'm absolutely sure of it, that it creates the entire destiny of the child in that nine months. So the yogis believe that you're actually the most important period of mothering is just while you're pregnant. That when the child comes out, there's nothing else you can do for the child. That it's actually all set. You've already done all the patterns for it. So if you look at it like that, this time that like, just give yourself a little credit because I think you're right now, you're frustrated. You're not pregnant, but I want to switch your mind. And I want you to be like, I'm a really good mother. And I want you to look at your friends and say, God bless you all. And it's hard for God bless you all. You know, like you're pregnant and I'm so happy for you. you have to switch to, I love you. And I'm really happy for you, but my life's not the way I want it set up yet. And theirs may or may not be, you don't know, you don't know all their stuff. They may have, they may be in that situation. Does that make sense? But perhaps this child wants to come down in a situation where they're, you know, if this is all set up before the child comes, imagine the difference in the womb. So close your eyes in each of those situations and imagine you. So all of your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings will program that child. That's right. what's going to happen. So like I knew when I sent you those questions, I knew your work was really bothering you. Yeah. And I knew it, it looked like to me that your feet feel glued to the floor there. Yeah. And that you're stuck and you can't do anything and that you're just, this world is like your, you know, it, that revolves around you. So what we're going to do is we're going to take you out of the job, like energetically and we're going to see how you feel. But I want um, you to check in with what everything I just said. Does that all make sense, how the environment affects the baby? Yeah, no, it 100% does. I just, like I said, it's just my mind and my like subconscious like are just getting to me. And it's like, well, you know, everybody's pregnant. How is this person pregnant? Look at that person. They're not, you know, healthy. And it's just a spiraling just frustration spiraling and a lot of just emotions going through. But no, okay. it makes complete, it makes complete sense. <laughs> okay, totally. So I want you to just they want just go into your body right now and I want you to just see yourself with a gold just gold spiraling egg energy just coming out from your body that grounds into the earth into the to the sky first off. Okay. And I want you to place these women in front of you. And do any of these women represent old patterns of yourself? Like, um, are they old friends? Who are they? Um, they are, they're old. Yeah. Some old friends and some new friends that like recently, like couple years, like through work and like through my, you know, through my husband's work, like we became closer, you know, We've like done more things. So a, a little bit of a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. Is there any with any of these girls? Like, is there any like kind of like, it's like you're both climbing up these stairs and then you kind of compare like constantly like, oh, look, she's right there. So maybe we should be there, you know, and then you climb higher and she's probably saying the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, look what they have. Like they went on that vacation. Maybe we should do that vacation. Is there any of that going on with them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's what we're seeing. So Anyone out there listening, if you're having issues with fertility, don't compare yourself 
to anyone else or your journey because it's going to break your heart and it has nothing to do with you, their journey. And so this, there's a problem in our society where women aren't, you know, really like helping each other. We're actually at war with each other. And yet we want to rise as the females. Like we all want to be, have this feminine empowerment, but the, the biggest problem is our hate towards each other. And we all do it in our own way because we're so used to being in competition. And so it takes, I mean, if you were to be in a room with those women, you know, it would take you a full month to be comfortable with them <laughs> and, or like at least three full days. And so does that make sense to you? So it's like, you're constantly in comparison and it's almost like you need to just, they're showing you just going into your house and they want you to create a temple within your house energetically right now. And everyone can do this. So it's imagine like you just take your energy out from your own body and you just grid your home. So the energy kind of becomes a gold mesh and it just goes around your home and it sort of just becomes a protection because it's almost like you would, the environment you're creating inside of you, if you're wanting to have a conscious conception you want to open up and relax your environment, your internal environment. So right now we're talking about all the external things, but this is all a reflection of the internal environment too, right? So all of these people and these places that make you feel stuck. um, I mean, all the, there's so many emotions coming out of you. I just want you to first off, protect yourself. Okay. And I want you to see all of these things outside of your home, like your eggshell. And I want you to just look at these women in in the face and see how you bring it on yourself too. That by, by allowing it, you're bringing it on. Tell me about that. I'm, that is one of my weaknesses. And it goes back. It, it, doesn't even take one second for it to just like make me tear up and like be so upset and mad. So it, it doesn't even take a second to phase me. It just all of a sudden it hits really hard. The comparison with these women. Yep. Okay. Go back to the time you're on a playground mm-hmm. and you're with your first group of girlfriends and you're trying to be the alpha leader. Yeah. Like, and you're like, come over here. We're going to do this now. And come over here. We're going to do this now. This is my doll, you know? And like, you know how we do that as girls, but there's always one in the group that's kind of the alpha leader. Do you see that? Yeah. And do you see, tell me about your friendships as you're growing up, but we're start going to start around the age to five to seven. My friendships uh, growing up were, I always had friends kind of older than me not like a year or two you know that's what I like remember um so there's gonna be two different parts one part was in Ukraine till nine and then you know most of it was pretty much Ukraine if we're going five to seven so my friends were a little bit older um but I always tried to be the most the loudest the most outspoken Mm -hmm. you know I was her and, you know, even though I was the smallest and youngest, um, I always, I did whatever I wanted to do. I remember at one point, you know, I, I just used to walk out of our house and go to our playground. My mom, like, didn't know where I went for like six hours and I just came home like nonchalantly. It was fine. Um, so I definitely always, you know, kind of went on with my own, the beat of my own drum, I guess you can say, but I definitely wanted to make sure that I always was the one that stood out. And I feel like part of that was because you're an only child. Definitely. Um, I want to say that has a huge part of it because, you know, a lot of traits come out of me, like selfishness and just like, I need the attention and no one else. And, you know, so that I think that has a huge part of it as well. And I see that on the play. I don't know why they're showing me the playground at that age, but it's like, I see you needing to almost like be above these girls so, in some way. Tell me about that feeling. What came to me is um, I'm on a swing set, but then like I, 
I went up onto the bar, the above bar, mm-hmm. showing off, I guess. And I fell and um, it was a rock. There were like rocks on the ground. It wasn't sand. And one of the rocks hit me into my head and like made a huge, I have a huge um, like dent in it still, but I hurt myself really bad. Um, so I remember that, I remember clearly. And when you just said that, that's basically the first, um, you know, memory that came to my mind. Okay. So put that in that glass jar in front of you that we do. So place a glass jar and I want you to go through all the memories where you're with a group of women and you're comparing yourself to where they are and you're trying to one up them. Mm -hmm. Where else? Now they're jumping forward in time. So we've got this group of, you know, this is where it kind of started. Um, now they're either jumping me to middle school, high school. I don't, can't tell what, what I'm looking at. Middle school and high school were very same situations. Middle school, I feel like I was thrown into because I came here. Um, I was the outsider, you know, from a different country, didn't know the language, always trying to fit in. So from the moment I got here, you know, I got you know, made teased and made fun of. And then I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like everybody else and always like try to show them that I'm better or, or just, you know, I want to get their, you know, attention to fit in. And what they're showing you energetically, what that looks like is like, you see, it's like you've saw a wall energetically. Like, how am I going to get to there? You know what I mean? And you were trying to find like slips in the wall. That's what's like what it feels like. And it's like, Maybe you would see one group of friends and then you would try to slip in by showing off to them or something. Does that make sense? Or, you know. It makes a lot of sense because a lot of friends, like high school, people who are like, oh, I'm best friends with my high school, you know, friends still. All my friends, I want to say, like we all kind of drifted apart and we don't keep in touch anymore. So, you know, I kind of fit into where I needed to fit in at that moment. And then I moved on to the next whatever, you know, that's been the pattern from like middle school to high school to college. And then, you know, to now. And, and part of, I mean, and part of, so like one of the biggest issues, just so you know, that you're kind of going to work through before it even happens is that when you have a baby, every woman feels this way. There's almost like you're in a new category. It's like your friends will change because it's like no one, <laughs> it, it just changes things. And you almost need that feminine community of other women taking care of children, but you want it. And then you don't, you also want to have your, I mean, people want to have their independence. Some women don't, but that needing like that, like picture like an old old times when all the women would get together and take care of their children as like a family setting. I mean, that's so needed in our, in our, in our modern age, but yet we don't really create a lot of places for that. There are very, you know, there are some, but, but just setting that up before, but also being prepared of like, I want this to, you know, I want to have a strong group of women that I can turn to that. I don't feel like I'm trying to slip in or I'm trying to one up. I'm trying, you know, and that's, so this is all important to go through now so that when that happens, you can say, Oh, I, you know, does that make sense to you? Can you see that in the future? Yep. Okay. So I want you to put all those times when you're in high school and middle school where you're trying to like, it's like they turn their back on you, but they're not really doing that. You kind of felt that it's like you created it. And because of your own fears of being smaller, which was like when you were little or like being smaller. And then as you grow older of being an outsider and now you're feeling it again because you're not pregnant and everybody else is. So this is the same pattern of your whole life. Do you see that when we say that? Okay. So I want you to burn all those places in you. And this is like, what it does to your body is it energetically just squeezes your whole system like a, like a noodle that's twirls, you know, that, that shape. Right. right, Squeeze a rack because it's like, you're trying to like fit in and you're trying to do what they're doing at their pace or, and it just doesn't work. Does it? It makes you feel crappy. Yeah. Okay. So burn all those images. And burn all the people and use the purple flame. Yep. And we use fire because 
fire is the first process of the alchemy or of alchemy. So it, it's an energetic way to change yourself. And our mind's eye ha- has a great power. And it just also just takes it out of you. So you recognize these patterns and then you can make new ones. Okay. And then clear light it and tell me when you feel if there's any other memories that are coming up. Okay, now go to the women. Nothing else coming up, correct? No. Okay, so now go to the women in your modern day time. They're kind of acquaintance. They're not best friends, but they may act like it, but they're acquaintances. Yeah. And I want you to see how they're the same pattern as your whole life. Do you see that? Yeah. Do you see how you're acting like the seven-year-old? Yeah. So they're not really doing anything. It's only your reaction to what they're doing. Yeah. And so I want you to kind of create, I want you to take, I want you to pretend that anybody who has any kind of friendships that are toxic or um, women that are having babies and you want a baby, you need to take, I want you to see all of these women around you in a circle. And then Mm -hmm. I want you to just cut the cords off of you. Just pretend like you're actually just physically cutting cords. You can use your fingers right now. You can just slice them off of you energetically by closing your eyes and looking within and where would the cords be? I see them on your stomach, on your back. It's like, and it's all over. Yeah. Well, I mostly like middle to me. But and there's like one to three in particular. I mean, like I, there's, this is more than just those girls, but there's other people, right? Just, you can cut those cords off energetically in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. And, and just when whoever's listening, some cords will come out. I mean, don't, when you're doing energetic work, you can do it. You, some of the cords may be metal and some may be wood, some may be string. So, you know, just make sure you're getting it at the core and you're pulling it out of you and you can't make it up. If you say like, oh, this is like a long string and it's inside of me, or this feels like a metal alien, pull it out, it's real. And so if whatever you need to do, and then just burn all those cords around you. Okay. And what you really also need to do is look at these women as if you're them because you are them. They're just a part of you. We're all one, right? And have some compassion and happiness for them because soon you'll be there. And what does that feel like? Like, and, and be like, would you want someone else to do this to you? Would you want them, you know, would you want someone else to make, because if you're feeling angry and sad about their baby, imagine what that does to that child energetically. Right. And it's something you can't help. You're working through it. But all of us women, like, look at all these women around you and just look at them as like the priestess or as, as your, as your, like, raise yourself up to their level and be on the same heart level as these women. And this can be your mother. This can be your sisters, or if you have them out there, you know, this can be your best friend. And it's like, we all need to see each other at the heart level. And so that we drop that competition and we drop that need to one up and that comparison, because this is your journey, not their journey. And if you had a baby right now, that baby would be a totally different child than you setting your life up the way you want it. Right. So feel what it's like when you look at them with compassion and tell me the difference. What does compassion look like? Like a bunch of, I see like, just like, um, like twinkle lights, a lot of light, bright light, twinkle lights, um, warmth, um, just overall warmth, just hugging you, um, especially, you know, just opens up my heart. And it's also, you know, I see you in the future playing with their children and just being like, wow, this is amazing. You know, like holding their child and being really happy for you. Can you see that? And just being happy for them, their child, and then giving them back their child and just as a community, what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, for 100%, you know, and I feel like, um, 
I do that a lot right now with um, my, so my sister-in-law, she, you know, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they got pregnant. Um, uh, I guess Cohen's now four months. So, you know, a couple like last year, but um, it, once again, it happened like out of the blue and I, you know, I had a lot of like same feeling, same feeling came up and I was just like so upset, you know, but, um, but even now, like working through this and whatnot, you know, I love my nephew, my gosh, you know, and I'm so happy for them. I truly am. It's just, it's just a hurtful thing inside of me that just always like constantly like, and then I make myself the victim, you know, like why, why me? Why can't I, you know? But this is your, it, this isn't you about the pregnancy. I think this would be about with anything, you know, this is a, like, this isn't the first time, maybe this is a dramatic feel like you're feeling, no, it's not, not, you know, like this, this is different. It is different because this is a really emotionally triggered issue for you, but that pattern is not new. Does that make sense? Like that's a pattern you've probably done in other places and other forms. And so recognizing it, the way it comes up now is important to take it out of you so that it doesn't be, because you can take that pattern. Would you want your child to be like that, you know, like the victim in those, wouldn't you want to teach your child to be happy for those women? Wouldn't that be something you teach as a mother? Exactly. And yeah, yeah, 100%. It's a pattern that existed in me basically my entire life. What's the undercurrent of the belief pattern around that? I am, what's, what is the words that come up to your in your mind when I get when I feel that way yeah when you feel that way um vulnerable um you know that I'm I'm I make myself out as the victim um I put a lot of like the guilt and shame and everything on on me um mm-hmm very vulnerable, angry, very angry. I just start spat, you know, just emotions that come out, everything anybody around me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really like, it's just a dark moment. It's a, it's hot. It's just a dark moment. And it's just, it's, it takes a while to get back out of it. And the undercurrent of it is just a little girl that's feeling low self-esteem in those moments. And it's all of us have that. And all of us, our reaction to the low self-esteem is different. I mean, it, I mean, low self-esteem or I don't feel worthy enough, or I am not enough would be what it feels like to me. And then the reaction to that are all these emotions because it's not a natural feeling to no. feel, to be not enough. Right. And yeah. so everyone, other people who don't feel enough, they close themselves up in a room or, you know, they just talk about it in their heads or all these different things. But these feelings of shame and guilt and insecurity and being not enough are really important to talk about before you even have the child, because I guarantee you're going to, if you were pregnant this month, don't you think you, these would all give, be given to the baby, right? You understand that? Yeah. So I it's, yeah. <laughs> so just be grateful. Be like, for a moment, just take a minute right now and be like, holy crap. <laughs> and what is what is waiting like a little bit longer you're gonna have a baby eventually no matter how you have this child you're you're if you would no matter like what, let's say you adopt let's say you no matter what you want a baby you're gonna get one you know it doesn't like we know that give so just be see yourself with that child and then also see yourself as like wow, I cleared all these things before I'm taking care of this baby and this is what most women should be doing and that's what's going to change the earth it is. Yeah. So yeah. can you now flip your mind? Do you see the difference? Do you see like, yeah. holy crap, I'm freaking Virgin Mary. You know, like I'm doing the work that needs to be done. I 100, believe me, I, I, I 100% understand it and believe it. It's just hard. It's just very hard when you're on your own and you want you know, just social media, friends, whatever. It just, it just triggers you. It just triggers you. And you're like, I, you know, it's just uh, something that, yeah, I'm working on and I, I totally acknowledge it and realize it. And it's yeah. just, it's, 
you know. I want to say a lot about a social a something about social media. So if you're trying to become pregnant, anyone who's listening, yeah, and you're you're watching all these different people that put up stuff around birth, like they have a home birth or they did a natural birth or they, you know, this woman did a hospital birth and look at how perfect they look and they're with their children or whatever. Stop. Because it's birth is all the same. We all give birth somehow, whatever the baby comes out. Like there's no difference between you and another woman. And, and I mean, and the way she gives birth is the way she's supposed to give birth. And the way you're going to give birth, you know, is the way in the way you're going to become pregnant is the way you're going to become pregnant. And so it's like, if necessary, please close down the accounts. Yeah. Don't do it or get off of it or like give yourself like hold back, cancel off your phone for like a full month. And it's almost like because you're trying to get pregnant, it's like they keep putting you energetically in your home and just like a protective, you need to go into your own womb right now. Right. Because all of these environmental triggers, we're going to go into work next, are just like they're amping up your system and they're causing this high stress cortisol. And so the most important thing is you need to be like low stress right now. You know, you need to work through these things and it's not, it's, and all this work is an internal job. It's not, you can't go external, like you can't to get there. It's all internal to change your life. So with all these women, it's like, take off the cords right? and then just send out all these blessings. And I want you to send it out to all your immediate family, all these people that are asking if you're pregnant, all these, you know, your mom your dad, or, you know, or your, this is for everybody. You're all of the friends that are pregnant, all of your ancestors that got pregnant all through social media, just go all the way out. Okay. And it's like, just in that, what it looks like to me is just like this beautiful gold mesh and, and don't forget your backside. So it just goes out and you're in your house and in, in the process of becoming pregnant, just create your own womb. So your, your, your actual, it's, it's, women like to use houses in their dreams or it's, it's like, it's like your physical environment is going to become the place that you do that. Right. So no, just start to protect yourself. And how can you react the next time you hear that? It's almost like for a little while you need for the next two weeks to a month, it's like, you don't want to hear anything. And then you need to get yourself to a place that's strong enough that if you hear it, it's just like, you just like go into your heart center and you send out that compassion from there for them. Do you see the difference? Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. Now go into your job. Now that. And I want, if anything comes up with those women, just burn it out of you and realize it's not them, it's you, that you just need to work on surrendering and receiving and just that sending out compassion. And we'll keep, it'll keep coming up, but I want to move on to your job and where you feel stuck in your job. So it energetically feels like your, your feet are just like glued to the floor there and, and you're still, you're feeling small around all these people still. Yeah. And it feels like you can't get out of the room. Like, it's like you don't see an out right now. Yeah. Okay, so go into your office or wherever you work there. Okay. And I want you to almost like, just pretend like you and I are going to hold hands and we're going to walk into your office and we're going to see what you look like through the day. And there is like a, like if there was a, for one to 10 you're like a two on happiness and you're really stressed out. And I want you to see how that, if you were pregnant there, do you see how that would not be good? Yeah. And anybody who's thinking about changing jobs and you think it's going to be stressful for the baby, just close your eyes and see yourself from the outside and say, oh my God, like this is, I wouldn't want to be pregnant here. Yeah. So what you just did by creating that gold mesh around you, either what do you want to walk out or do you want to create a golden? I feel like we should create a, like just a protection energy in this realm or in this, in your work right now. And then we can create a plan that's doable to get you out because it's not going to work. Okay. So protect yourself in that realm and it starts from the heart center. So you can connect to the earth by sending love down to the earth and receiving it back and then connect to the sky by sending love up to the sky and receiving it back. 
and then into your heart center. And it just let that like gold light spread out from you. Okay. And then I also want you to go into your womb. And if you haven't started doing this, I want you to start daily connecting to your womb. So the way you do that is you can, you can imagine, you can take a picture of an actual reproductive system and put it back on the back of your phone. You can okay. print it out so you actually know what your reproductive system looks like. And you're going to start to send a gold white energy to your reproductive system throughout the day. This is something you're going to do all the time, but I wanted to teach you how to do this as you're connected to your heart. So okay. what, what happens is we want to get pregnant, but we're really not even, it's just our minds we're telling we want to get pregnant, but we need to do it from the heart level. So when we when we ask from the heart level, we don't get duality. We don't. So if you're, you know, the, the manifestation process of, of, I want this, I need this now. When we ask from the level of the mind, we're going to get it, but we'll also get the opposite of it because we live on a planet that's polarity, right? But when we ask from the heart, we just get just the love of it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And so you drop into your heart. And then connect to your womb and you can mesh your womb. Like I always like to use a gold mesh mm -hmm. and you spread out over your womb or you can just create gold light in that area. And you can constantly say, I'm, I'm setting up my environment right now. I'm setting up my, you know, I'm, I'm changing my emotions. I'm changing my thoughts. I'm changing my feelings and I'm changing my environment and I'm changing my diet <laughs> all because I want to invite this soul into my body. Okay. And so connect to your, so put one hand on your heart and one hand on your womb. And you could, you need to do this throughout the day. This isn't just like, I'm going to do it once a week. It's like you're creating a vessel mm -hmm. and imagine the fallopian tubes, the uterus, the vaginal canal, all filled with this beautiful gold light. And then if you want to, you can start to see the baby grow within you, which will almost create it do you see that mm -hmm. have you done this before no not this okay so tell me what you're seeing and if it feels comfortable um what i see is i need to get a better picture of my own reproductive system but i mean i have you know i have a, a decent picture but um I see more, I see a lot of gold white light, but for some reason I see like, like a little like black hole. Where is it? Just in the middle, in the middle of like between, I guess my ovaries. Okay. Do you feel like it's physical problem or do you feel like it's actually an energetic problem? What's the first thing that comes to mind? energetic okay so now just tap into the black hole okay what's the first reason why you have it there i think it's just the block and which block does it represent i think just right now right now just my feeling of you know of distress and just my own just not no stability at this point with you know Okay, let me see what they're saying. It's your inability to move forward. Yeah. And it's your feeling stuck with everything that's happening in your life. It's like, it's like this, what I sent, the first question I sent you this week was, yeah. where do you Sorry. feel stuck in your life? Which was really about your career. But yeah. so we're going to work through that. So anybody who's at home, when you're working on yourself and you, you need to start, I mean, when you, go through this process and you start to connect to your body energetically and you see something in your mind's eye, it's, it's very real. <laughs> Just go with it and then see how you can change and shift your energy by working through different things. So I want, what I want you to do, the reason why I want you to do that is I want you to, I wanted you to see that. I saw that too. And I want you to just imagine what it's like to just burn. So I want you to begin to burn away 
this scene of where you're working because we're still standing in that office, right? We're still looking at yourself working. Or it's like you actually walk out of those old shoes and it's like a black and white film and you walk out of the office and leave. What does that look like? Hmm. Um, like freedom. <laughs> Every possible thing that you can think of freedom, um, it looks like that. <laughs> And so what are the reasons you're giving that you haven't done this before? Why, why is it, why, what were you afraid of? I think just, (laughs) I don't know. I think just my own fear inside and it's crippling me inside of, you know, not knowing what's next and where, you know, how I can become stable next. I think that's, it's the most, I think, you know, I just recently started having a conversation with my husband and I think it's getting, I'm being more vocal about it and he's always very supportive. So it's not a matter of him ever being disowning me or like getting mad at me. So I don't, I think it's, it's, it's me, you Mm -hmm. know, actually just going through with it. And it just, at this point, it's always you. Right. Okay. So you're energetically watching yourself move out of this office. It's like, I see you stepping out of these shoes that cannot move. Like it's that energetic stuckness. And what that mean, what that energetic stuckness is just a pattern of other stuckness. We're not going to go into it. It's just a bigger, larger subconscious pattern of probably being stuck many other times and walk away from the building and then go into your house, which is where you are, you know, energetically come back into your home. And what would be, what would you, what would be the steps that you would do to get out of this job? I see you taking a little break. Yes. And it's like, you just need to just slow down and to make space. Like when you're wanting to have a baby, it's like, you've got too many things going on right now to even make the space. Like I've had friends that are, you know, are a lawyer and then they are so stressed out. They can't like, they can't, there's no time or space to even create a child. How can you create one? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you need to push everything else away and you need to take a break for like a solid two weeks to a month and then start applying. And I don't know if that's a possibility for you, but that's what it feels would take a lot of sense. And then you would have so much time to just almost like see what you want to do because in it you can't you don't have the space right now to actually visualize what anything else would look like do you see that yeah no it's just you said that and you're basically like reading my mind I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you liked us please give us a shout out below and a rating it really really helps our show you can reach me at mysticalmotherhood.com with any questions or concerns. And if you know anyone who needs help through the process of becoming pregnant or with conscious motherhood, let me know. Tell them about this show. Mystical Motherhood is available on Amazon and we are on all social media outlets.